T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's still the weekend, technically. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. It's the Dopey Millennial Show. Caleb Johnson here with you tonight for about three more hours as we'll uh, lead into Jason Longshore. He's got a show on tonight. I'll be curious to get to talk to Jason later on the show as uh, we'll try to get him in for some for some crosstalk and uh, look forward to the Atlanta United season that is going to kick off on Saturday. That's already here. Like I, I feel like I've been so excited to to jump into baseball and knowing that baseball is back, uh, and that's just spring training. Like that's just games that don't count yet. The actual season for Atlanta United kicks off on Saturday, as uh, we'll have coverage here, right here on uh, Sports Radio United on the game. They're playing the San Jose, yeah, San Jose Earthquakes. I I thought I had that right as a uh, pregame. Starts at 7, kickoff at 7.30, but that's on Saturday. It is a ways away, um, but it, uh, it it is here. We're, we're right around the corner from getting a lot of sports back, back in action. We'll have, of course, the Atlanta Hawks, and then you get some Braves spring training, and then some Atlanta United soccer. Uh, feels similar somewhat to how we felt back in October, September, October, we had baseball and football and basketball getting started and soccer going on. There was just a lot going on. Um, and it feels like we're getting close to, to having that once again, As uh, even though we have to wait a little bit on the NFL. As I talked about on, on Saturday, the fact that the next month it feels like for the NFL is like the no-fun league. There's just not a lot going on unless you're uh, an NFL combine person, but not me. Uh, however, I do want to get into... Uh, reporter's take, being a reporter here at the station covering the Atlanta Hawks, I like to get uh, sound from all over the place and just give that different perspective. So, Day-Day, without further ado, let's get into a reporter's take. Yes, that cheesy, newsy sound is just enough time for me to get my fedora on 
here in the Kia studios to put my media card in my cap and to talk about the very serious issue of the NBA All-Star Game. We talked about it a little bit, and uh, thanks to Lauren Williams of the AJC for joining us last segment. If you missed that, you can, of course, go on the Odyssey app, use the replay function, and that gives you the ability to listen back to that interview as Lauren uh, optimistic about what the Atlanta Hawks can do with the last 24 games of the season. However, much like the rest of us, not too inclined to get very excited over the NBA All-Star Game. However, I told you earlier in the show, it's not just the fans who are not exactly thrilled with how this game is being played, how it's gone about. You know, we have the uh, the new, it has a name, and I heard somebody use it the other day for what they call this new rule that doesn't have a clock, like it's just a point total as they played a 24 for Kobe Bryant. Uh, but on Sunday, Team Giannis beat Team LeBron 184 to 175. Obviously, not a lot of defense being played. And I don't know if if he was just being honest about the moment or maybe he was a little frustrated that his team didn't win. But head coach uh, Mike Malone, who was coaching Team LeBron, who lost, um, says, yeah, this was this was a terrible basketball game. Let's hear from him. You know, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a, a great weekend, great players. But that is the worst basketball game ever played. How do you fix it? I don't know if you can fix it. I mean, I give Joel and B, Kyrie Irving, those guys were like competing. Joel was imploring some of the guys to play harder, to try to get some defense in, but um, no one got hurt. They put on a show for the fans, but that that is a tough game to sit through, I'm not going to lie. Worst basketball game ever, according to losing head coach Mike Malone, who, interesting enough, Day-Day, decided to point out two of the players that he was coaching who act. Oh, these guys were actually playing defense now because he, he pointed out uh, Joel Embiid and Kyrie Irving, who just so happened to play for the team that he coached and said, oh, well, Kyrie and Joel were urging the guys to play, but no one was really interested in it. Uh, and so it, it just didn't happen. Well, he's an old school guy, so. I can, you can hear his frustration. Like, yeah. I mean. We get it, though. We get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's just be honest. That game now is formatted for the non, the, the casual basketball fan. It's not it's not catered towards hardcore basketball fans, in my opinion. Sure. You know, um, and so you can just hear, like, yeah, who wants to coach that? I mean, at that point, just get some le- some celebrity coaches. You don't even need well, real head coaches. See, now I will say we do have to be very careful of uh, they do have the celebrity game, the, right. the, the celebrity all-star game. I did tune in on ESPN for a little bit of that. And you want, I mean, you, you think it's bad. You think it's bad to watch players, professional athletes, go at this thing at half speed, quarter speed, whatever you might want to call it. Go turn in, tune into the celebrity all-star game where you had Albert Pujols in a, like, I've never seen that man's shoulders. I've never in my life seen Albert Pujols' shoulders, and I could have gone the rest of my life without ever seeing that man's extra hairy shoulders that have not seen the sun since 
Who knows? The last time he was on a beach, I guess. I don't know. He, he wears a baseball uniform. He usually, the shoulders are covered when he wears a baseball uniform. But that was, uh, yeah, I tuned into that and saw, like, DK Metcalf, of course, was tearing it up. Calvin Johnson tearing it up. I mean, those guys are, are just, you know, huge athletic freaks. So didn't really surprise me there. But like, you, you think it could get bad, and then you watch Jan- uh, Janelle Monet walk around there, and, and she was playing – uh, offense when her team was on defense, and she was playing defense when her team was on offense. So, yes, we hear you, Mike Malone, and I think a lot of people agree with you that you know, you, you need some defense to be played in the All-Star game uh, more than what we got. And, and I mentioned earlier, like you saw it the year that Kobe Bryant died when they implemented this new rule where guys really went at it because they were doing it somewhat in, in Kobe's honor. You just don't get a lot of that. So you're going to have to incentivize this thing. That's the the one thing that I saw that feels pretty obvious out of this is, yes, the NBA wants to do good things for the community. And I commend them for the fact of whoever wins the quarter, that's who $100,000 goes to uh, the particular charity for either Team LeBron or Team Giannis. However, the players are going to have to be incentivized financially, to play harder in this game. Otherwise, this is exactly what you want to see, are going to see. And if this is what you want, to, if, if, this, if you're fine with this, if the NBA is, all right, leave it alone. It, it, it'll, it'll continue to be just like this. You'll have another guy who, who, you know, Jason Tatum scores 55 points in this year's All-Star game. Somebody next year will probably score 60, and there'll be 200 points scored in the All-Star game. It's not just the coaches, though, that feel like this game needs to uh, tighten up uh, defensively and, and be more of an interesting game. Uh, Jalen Brown, who, who played for Team LeBron, he uh, what played like 25 minutes, had 35 points. Uh, he's another one who believes that this All-Star game, something needs to change with it. It took a little bit to get adjusted. You know, at times I got a little bit more comfortable towards the second half, but you know, all's, all's fun. Games like this, real basketball is different. You know, this was like, I don't even, this was like a layup line. Like, I don't know how much, how much notoriety or, or he would want to get from this. It was just a glorified layup line, but, you know, we got to figure out how to make maybe the game a little bit more competitive. But if the fans like it, that's all that matters. That last statement is the most profound out of the whole thing. If the fans like it, all right. And I feel like a lot of fans complain about it, but they still tuned in. So is a lot going to change with this thing? Probably not. Again, it's to me, again, casual fans. Yeah. This is who it's for. Yeah. And and so and casual fans will buy tickets, right? You know, because you gotta think about it. the NBA All Star game moves around, right? So you just want bodies in the building. Right, and you want people to have a good time. So, unfortunately, basketball's been around so long that you've got people like, and I'll put myself in the old head realm because I am an older <laughs> sure. guy. Yeah. Um, you know, we we we've seen the transition of it going from where it was competitive to what it is now. So, for some of us, yes, it's a little frustrating. But me personally, you know what? Like Jalen said, if this is what's going to bring fans in and they enjoy it, just let it be. I just won't tune in for the weekend. Yeah, I, and I think, you know, plenty of people will kind of tune in and just see, just, you know, peek in, be like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, like I said, we were talking to, to Lauren Williams at the AJC earlier who said, oh, I caught the second half 
of the game. And it was like, oh, wait, well, you, you know, you missed Giannis playing one play uh, because of his injury, and then you missed LeBron James, who was just didn't want to injure anything any further um, after he played probably the only real bit of defense and, and blocked a shot and then caught his pinky in the rim. So, like, as much as, you know, we might want something different out of this whole event and weekend, honestly, I think for the most part, everyone's pretty fine with uh, with how this thing goes. Uh, also, that something that happens throughout the All-Star weekend and much the reason why, like, for the people who are like, oh, just shut down the event. Like, we don't even need the All-Star game. We don't – the NFL, people talking about, oh, just shut down the Pro Bowl. Um, no, because it is an opportunity where uh, reporters get in front of players they don't get to see very often. We get to hear – you know, it, it's not very uh, – I don't know. It, it's it's awkward to be in a post-game press conference and to ask – Trey Young about his sneakers or something like that. You know, something that he's got going on in his personal life. Now, I know firsthand he doesn't like giving uh, much information about his personal life. And even when you ask him work questions, sometimes he tries to tell you it's about his personal life. But you don't get many opportunities to ask these guys uh, what they think about certain things, um, which I think most of the time you learn some some really interesting information. However, there is always that one guy it's going to voice his opinion. We've heard a lot of him this season, and yet Kyrie Irving was at it again. He had something else to say. Yeah, I, I don't know who created the term load management or, you know, guys sitting out games or, you know, this narrative uh, that continues to play on about star players or guys not being available. I don't know who started the narrative, but it's completely run amok. Um, I think it's dehumanized some of us in, in terms of, uh, just the way we prepare ourselves day to day. This is a 24-7 job. We have cameras on us all the time. Uh, it's a high-level combative sport. It's very aggressive. Uh, nobody knows how anyone else's body heals unless, you know, the only person that knows is the person that's hurt or injured. Uh, we try our best to tell you guys what's going on, but you have doctors online telling everybody that he needs to be back in two weeks. You got you know, this person over here is saying that he's not really hurt. He doesn't want to play. So I think the narratives have run amok. Uh, but us as players, we really take pride in preparing ourselves at a very high level. And Yeah, so that's Kyrie because, of course, Kyrie's got to have an opinion on everything. Uh, is now it's, it's mean to want guys to play their sport. When we see load management for people to get frustrated with – you know, are you really saving this guy um, during the the regular season? You know, I, we, we, we get it. You're not going to get guys playing all 82 games, even though you still you do get guys who play every game. I know I can't remember everyone, but I know Julius Randle is a guy who's played every single game for the New York Knicks this season. Like there are those guys who just want to go out there and play. And I guess I, I get it. You know, uh, Kyrie wants to, to change the narrative. A, a guy who likes to take off for his birthday, I guess he would want people to not pay attention to, to load or, or to, to change the conversation from load. Load management is too, like, that's too, too mean to be, you know, to want players to, to play. He says, you know, the doctors and, and the player, the only person who really knows, and they don't, Always want to give that information out. Yeah, so 
if you're like it's we're simply asking if you're not hurt then play and it's not just the fans who are asking for this you've got NBA players I couldn't find the sound but I've got the quote from Anthony Edwards who said when it comes to all these guys um, you know with, with load management resting all these guys sitting resting just play man I don't like all the sitting missing games and stuff these people might have enough money to come to one game and that might be the game they come to and you're sitting out I feel like Anthony Edwards, a guy who LeBron James clearly respects as he drafted him early in the All-Star draft on Sunday, um, is a voice, the man of the people, a guy from here locally in town um, that, that, yeah, load management being too rough uh, or being too mean. No, stop it. But I don't know. We should get used to it by now when it comes to Kyrie Irving and uh, the things he's going to complain about. However, we're going to change things up from the NBA and get into a little NASCAR talk. We're going to talk to Josh Sims, who is a reporter for Fox NASCAR and the co-host of NASCAR Race Hub. Talk to him about his first time covering the Daytona 500, everything that goes into it, and uh, how the race played out. It's the Doping Millennial Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. It's the Dopey Millennial Show. Caleb Johnson here with you. I'm telling you, if you've never been, you have to go. We're talking NASCAR. There's just something different about it. There's just something different about that atmosphere that when you're there, you hear the cars turn on, you hear that roar, it just, there's just something about the adrenaline, the rush, everything involved in it that gets you super excited. We just had the 65th running of the Daytona 500 yesterday, and now we're going to go out to the waitforward.com hotline to talk with Josh Sims, who is of, uh, he's a reporter for Fox NASCAR and co-host of NASCAR Race Hub and also gets the privilege of every week going out and being at the racetrack to get that atmosphere that I'm talking about. Josh, how you doing? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Doing great. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, because my understanding is yesterday's Daytona 500. That was your, is that your first reporting duty for the for the Cup Series? What was that like? And, and do you think you were really able to like take it all in as it was going down? Yeah, man. It was the uh, first time I've done the Daytona 500 in terms of being a pit reporter. I've been covering the race since, I'd say, 2016. Okay. Um. But yeah, man, it was uh, it was a cool experience. I did try and take a second to like take it all in, take it all in. So I did try and take a second to like realize like, oh wow, I'm covering the Daytona 500. <laughs> but it's it's such a huge event, man. It's it's like you know, it's it's the infield is packed with celebrity after celebrity. You got obviously the biggest stars in NASCAR there. It's a massive race. It's so cool to be a part of, man. So, yeah, it was uh, – and then, I, of course, I had to work. So, you know, sure. there's that role to try to experience all of it. But, yeah, man, I had a blast. So, for, for like I was kind of saying, for those who have never been to the racetrack to be able to experience that, you know, they, um, they just watch it on TV. Uh, uh, this show led into – was led into by Chris Thomas, who, when I was talking to him about it, said, oh, you're talking about that sport that is another left turn – uh, can you kind of describe to people like what that real difference is of of being at the racetrack and getting that experience versus versus watching on TV at home? Yeah, man, it's just different being there. First of all, I mean, for for the event yesterday, it was the eighth straight sellout. So you're talking about just a, a a track that was packed with people from the infield to the stands, and and it's like a big party, you know, when you go to a race, it's one of those things where it's an event, you just enjoy being there, if you want to drink, you can drink all day, if you want to just watch them go fast, and that's the biggest <laughs> thing also, the speed, you probably don't get that on TV, Yeah, I mean, they're going so close to 200 miles an hour in such a tight pack, and it's incredible to see how they maneuver that, because like, you know, the average person would be like, oh, I can do that, and then you go to a track and see how fast they're going, mm-hmm. and how tight windows are between car to car i mean it's it's something else it's a, it's a pretty crazy adrenaline rush when you get to see it in person it's, it's really cool and you, you you know when you're there you learn about all the little things that go into it from how teams work together how drafting works how all that stuff um, comes into play and, and what's really at stake so it, it's just one of those things where like i hadn't you know really sat down and watched a race till the first time i covered one in 2016 which was the daytona 500 that happened to be the closest finish ever between denny hamlin and martin Truex Jr. Right. man and after that i was i was i was hooked man it's just it's different you have to be there talking with uh josh sims who's a reporter for fox nascar on the wait hotline uh josh i'm curious with you 
uh, you know, watching you obviously on TV, doing your your job reporting and, and being there uh, on on pit road. What is the the biggest difficulty of that job trying to to gather information and talk to these drivers and, and crew chiefs? Yeah, the biggest thing is just multitasking for me, man. I'm so bad <laughs> at multitasking in regular life. Um, but you know, while I'm on pit road, I'm doing a bunch of different stuff. You know, I got a headset on and I'm listening to the show that we're broadcasting. I'm listening to a producer in my ear and all at the same time, I'm listening to the scanners of the the cars or the drivers I'm kind of assigned to for that race. So you're trying to decipher what's going on with the car, what they need, what they don't need, if they feel good, if they're worried, if something's about to happen, all while, of course, the producer is saying like, hey, I need you to do this, or do you have any update on that? All at the same time while you're listening to the broadcast people in the booth. So you're doing a million different things, and you're also trying to watch what's happening. So it's it's a juggling act for sure, and that's the biggest thing I had to get used to. But it's uh, it's, it's a lie. It's, it's an adrenaline rush, I like to say, because it's uh, – it's the nature of the beast. Now, I did see there was a there was a moment uh, I can't remember who the crew chief was, uh, but you were trying to talk to a crew chief and just straight up you, the the noise that's happening uh, in, in that you know, speedway just became too much. You didn't hear. Do you ever take it personal um, or or you know feel some type of way when you're you're trying to get that information out of someone and they just didn't hear you and and you you don't get exactly what you're looking for? No, because that's normally how, I mean, it's so loud at the track. It's hard for them to hear. There's so much going on. And for the most part, they, they get it, man. They've been doing it for yeah. so long. Yeah. They like, he, and he knew what I was asking him. He's been doing it for a long time. And most of them know at that point in the race, you know, at that particular time, I was talking to Randall Burnett, who is the crew chief for Kyle Busch in the eight that's car. Right. And he knows that at that point at the end of the race, it's like, all right, what's the strategy for this next restart? Um, so that obviously your driver can come away with the win. So, you know, he didn't necessarily hear me, but he kind of answered my question regardless. And, and that's just what happens. You know, there's, there's so much going on. It's pretty loud uh, all the time, but you know, you don't think it's personal. You just next time I'm going to have to shout or I'm going to have to get in his ear, which I don't want to do. I don't want to be yelling at a guy's ear, but sure. you know, figure out a way to make it work. Uh, now to the to the race itself. We obviously we had the uh, the longest race in Daytona 500 history, uh, 212 laps, 530 miles, uh, double overtime. How did you kind of come away from this race feeling about the the like the entertainment value of, of how this played out? Yeah, man, I think it was really good from an entertainment standpoint, just because of the storylines you had at the end of the race, right? See, Brad Keselowski, who is a champion in the sport who has been dying to win the Daytona 500, pretty much dominating the race and trying to find a way to win it at the end. You got Kyle Busch, who's also in the mix too, who also, you know, a two-time champion who has the last thing to check off his box is a Daytona 500. He's with a new team this year. Uh, we know Kyle Busch is a guy that fans either love or they love to hate. And, you know, he's in the mix at the end trying for it. And then you got a guy like Ricky Stenhouse Jr. who makes uh, what's an incredible move with some help from Kyle Busch to get the lead late and come away with it. And you, you get a long shot winner, which I know betters got to love that if you bet on him. And that's three straight years you had a long shot win it. And that's the cool thing about the Daytona 500 is that it's a race that pretty much, you know, the whole entire field has a shot at. And you can't say that about most tracks, but also it's a race that it's the only one that when you win it, you're called a champion. So for the rest of Ricky Stenhouse Jr.'s life, whenever he's introduced, he's Daytona 500 champion. 
that. It's it's not a fluke that he won that. This is a guy that he's won at Daytona before, by the way. He's a really good That's super right. speedway winner. And when he's in that type of situation, he knows what to do, you know? And sometimes a lot of things have to go your way, whether it's luck, whether it's the help from the push you got from Kyle Larson or what. But when you're in that scenario, you have to know what to do with it. And I think that made some drama at the end. It was cool for the fans to see and double overtime. Yeah, it was a long race, but I think you got the drama you wanted to see at the end of it. Talking with Josh Sims, a reporter for Fox NASCAR on the waitfor.com hotline. Uh, you know, you you mentioning the winner, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who it feels like is one of the the young guys in this group, although when you realize like, oh, he's 35. Um, so it doesn't always work out, you know, at, at perfect moments for everybody. Um, what are some other storylines that you saw out of this race that you think could affect things going down? I mean, into next week and, and kind of beyond. Yeah, I think, you know, the two guys I mentioned before, keep an eye on how things progress for Kyle Busch because, you know, he's a guy that, like I mentioned, new team. He's got a lot he wants to prove, but I think the equipment he's in is really good. He's going to be a major factor this year, despite leaving JGR in the powerhouse, that is. Keep an eye on Martin Tricks Jr. We don't know whether this is his last season or not. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it could be, but, you know, he said he's entered the season mad. He won the clash to start the year how motivated is he, especially coming off a year that's a down year for him and he didn't win any races and he's one of the best to ever do it as well. Kevin Harvick's final season, how does he go out before he joins the Fox booth? And keep an eye, and I talked about this earlier on a different show, but a guy like Christopher Bell, who was just, I, I say a rising star, I think he's already arrived. He made the championship four last year. He's with JGR in 20 car and he had to win two back-to-back races with his back against the wall last season just to advance to the championship for not many people were picking this guy to make it as far as he did he hates super speedways he told me as much before the race yesterday he like he's literally like yo i never even finished these things and <laughs> he finished third in that race you know that was such a big hurdle for him to finish third and i think he has the potential to go for a championship again this year so you know, keep an eye on that. Obviously, there's the normal guys from your Kyle Larson's and Chase Elliott that are going to be factors there. Um, but I think those are some names and storylines to, to keep an eye on. And Jimmy Johnson's back, man. I of know course. he's been doing five races, but, you know, anytime seven times in the field, it just makes things a lot cooler. So keep an eye on that, too. Yeah, just casually comes back to the sport, and it felt like he was in contention for uh, for for most of this race, you know, competitively. Um, and uh, it's it's always fun to to see storylines and and uh, you know Travis Pastrana and everything that that can happen uh, with the Great American Race. That is Josh Sims of Fox NASCAR. Go and uh, watch his show NASCAR Race Hub. Uh, Josh, thanks for for giving us some of your time tonight. No problem, guys. Take it easy. All right, uh, that is Josh Sims once again of uh, of Fox NASCAR. Coming up next. I want to have some fun. It is President's Day, and yet there's not a whole lot of, like, sports-related or just, like, really interesting thinking, things that get you excited about President's Day. Well, the, the weird thought that came to my mind was uh, was dead presidents because that's often a reference in music to how we end up with, you know, relation to money. How is how's your money? Uh, so that got my brain thinking, what's the sketchiest or the worst thing you've done 
for dead presidents. I'll tell you mine next. We'll take your calls, 404-741-0929. What's the sketchiest or worst thing you've done for dead presidents? For money. We'll talk about it next. It's the Doping Millennial Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. the game and the odyssey app it's the dopey millennial show caleb johnson here with you for a little more than two hours right yeah that's right live in the kia studios before we went to break i asked what i realized is a really silly question but it's honestly the first thing that came to my mind when uh thinking of this holiday of president's day I don't know. Not a lot comes to my mind when it comes to, to President's Day, but Nas and Jay-Z talking about dead presidents, a.k.a. money, came to my mind. And I thought, huh, I've had to do some pretty uh, um, annoying or weird. Well, I didn't have to, I guess, things for money. But what's the what's the worst or what's the the sketchiest thing you've had to do and uh, call in 404-741-0929. Day Day will take your phone call. Um, Also, you know, I'm not saying keep it completely clean, but keep it clean. And if it's weird, that's fine. Because I I did. I asked my friends Day Day about this question. And the first thing that I loved is that um, I had to explain to one of my friends what dead presidents were. No, it's not something super morbid. Um, we're, we're talking about money. So the, they didn't see the movie either. They no, <laughs> no, unfortunately not. But it's it's fine. I get it. But uh, no. But what's that? What's that sketchy thing you had to do to get yourself out of a jam? What's that worst thing you had to do for uh, for some for some dead presidents for some money? Because I'll I'm gonna go first, and then Day uh, Day will take your calls, and we'll go out to the phone lines four zero four. 741-0929 and, uh, and ask you what you've done because it feels like we've all been there. Day-Day, the, the one that comes to my mind mm-hmm. is I was in college and 
I needed some money over the summer. All right, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I expected to have an internship, and the internship fell through, and so then it was like, oh no, um, you know, I'm I'm not one of those people who was who was privileged enough to have my education taken care of. No, no, no. I had to I had to spend that money myself, and so I needed during the summer to figure out how am I going to pay for school next semester. And so um, I had applied to some jobs and, and wasn't hearing anything back. And it was like, man, like, you know, a couple weeks have already gotten away from me. I'm getting behind. Like, I, I, I got to figure something out. And a friend of a friend had a, a crawl space company. These are people um, like, like the company AquaGuard. They go into your crawl space and they... Um, dig it out and clean it up and make sure it's like a usable space that you can that you can use. Uh, and so uh, a friend of a friend had a company and he was hiring a bunch of people for his crawl space company specifically to work on a dorm room at Agnes Scott College. Okay. There was an old dorm room at Agnes Scott College that, and when I say old, that thing was old. And they needed a crawl space of, I believe, like five feet wide and four feet deep or maybe four feet wide and five foot deep. Uh, they needed a perimeter uh, dug out around this entire thing. And it was paying a really high amount of money per hour. And so as I went and thought, hey, you know, um, I would much rather be in a, in a TV studio somewhere um, or on, on the set of a film um, or whatever I was looking to, to intern at. Instead, I spent my summer digging holes, like that Disney movie holes. Like I was, I was digging holes around uh, Agnes Scott College, and I made the money. I made the money that I needed to, but that was a miserable summer. I, I'd come home just like dirty every day. You got to leave the clothes at the front door and uh, it was just a, just a miserable experience. But I did what I had to do. And so, yeah, like I said, uh, um, what have you, with it with it being this President's Day, my weird brain, this is how it works, is what's that sketchy thing, what's that that awful thing you had to do for, for some dead presidents for money um, to, uh, to, to make it work? Um, do we have anybody on the, on the phone lines? All right, Derek. Uh, Derek from Douglasville. What's uh what's that, what's that sketchy thing? What's that weird thing? Awful thing you had to do for dead presidents? So I was about 19 years old at the time, and I was working with this guy, and I was tinting windows. Okay. Um, and he he always liked to do kind of weird things like challenges stuff like that. So he offered me $500 one time to drink a large McDonald's cup full of juice habanero peppers. Ooh. Whenever I tell you that was that that's in my top 5 worst pains I've ever felt in my life. Man, that I was screaming on the floor begging for milk and begging for an ambulance. Like that I can't I can't describe the pain to you, man. It felt like fire in my stomach. Was it was it worth the amount of money that you made from it? Yeah, but if I ever did it again, I'd have to have at least two stacks. Two stacks. Okay. All right. That's uh, that's a lot of dead presidents that you would have to 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 make off of that one. I uh, appreciate the phone call. All right. Habanero juice. Um, that's that, and that makes sense. Like that 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 makes sense. You, know, it feels like this 
could go that common direction of like getting challenged to to uh, to drink something, to eat something. Um, I I was never see I I've got a really weak stomach day day, and so the the food challenges. Yeah, that's not a direction. Yeah, and anything dealing with anything that's hot as far as intaking, you know, spices and all that, I'm not gonna go nowhere near it. Yeah, keep I, your money. I see. I don't. I don't mind the spicy stuff, but I feel like a. I've got to be prepped for it. Because uh, have you ever done the the um, the hot ones challenge? No. Like the last dab sauce? No, I haven't done. Oh that man, either. see now the they make a game where uh, you can put like a little bit in a spoon, and I've I've done that with my friends of like because you you ask each other questions, and if you don't want to answer the question, then you have to take a spoonful of the last dab sauce. Um, I'd do that for some dead presidents. I'd do that for some It'd for some money. It'd have to be a nice amount. Yeah. yeah It'd have two, to be an, uh, dollars $2,000. $2,000. That's a that's a high amount. It's I don't know. High, but it'd have to be higher for me. I really <laughs> yeah. see. I don't know too many people that are just out here, you know, handing out $2,000 for uh uh for, for for things like that. Um so, Day Day, I'll ask you. Is, do we have any uh No. Okay. Um so <sighs> It wasn't necessarily to make the dead presidents, but like you, uh, in my younger days, college days here running around Atlanta, it was more so to not spend my last bit of money. Um, And so a very popular gas station chain here, I'm not going to say their name, Uh um, you used to pump first. And so... To, to keep the last bit of money in my pocket so that I could maybe use it for food or bills or whatever, I'd pump first and I'd leave. You never worried about, like, are they going to have my tag number? No, nah, man. Cameras? Pump, you, pump, you went to the last pump closest to the exit, did it quickly, and you got the heck out of Dodge. So, so Day Day <laughs> is admitting to us on air, you know, in my, in my younger days, uh... I I'm I'm I, listen. Trust me, there are probably a lot of people running around sure. right now that know exactly what I'm talking about, and they know exactly, and they probably did it too. <laughs> so, so because Day Day didn't have the dead presidents, he needed to uh, to to pump and then quickly and and thankfully, you yeah. know, statute of limitations <laughs> right. are not in place here, Day Day. <laughs> as I didn't tell you to expose yourself <laughs> like that, but I mean, go right ahead. I, I that's. Um, Okay, I wonder when that changed, though. I wonder when I, I don't gas know, stations it started. Didn't, it didn't, I didn't, for me personally, I didn't, you know, again, it was like a couple of times, desperation, you know. Sure. It was like, look, I got to buy these Roman noodles. It's either, you know. Yeah. I need the money for the noodles. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I remember a friend of mine who uh, she went, and I remember uh, her talking about going to a gas station, and um, she put $2, because we were in high school. She put $2 on the pump, and apparently the person that was typing it in put in twenty, and so, <laughs> so she, she ended up with twenty dollars <laughs> out of it instead of two. Um, but four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. If you've got anything, any sketchy thing, any weird thing, any uh, awful thing you had to do for the dead presidents, you may not have had to do this, but you 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 did it for the money. Uh, the other one that I've got day day that I was involved in. 
is also in college because it feels like this is where like that's where a yeah, lot of it the happens college for most years, people, yeah. yeah, the high school years, the college years. That's where because um, you just don't have it. You just don't have the dead presidents. You don't have the money, so you end up in situations where you've got to find interesting things to to get yourself out of of situations. And um, I know early on in my college years, I would film weddings. And and didn't really love it because I don't know. It was nothing that interested me really. But I'd go shoot a wedding. Well, one time I got asked to shoot a, a music video with another friend of mine. And uh, to shoot this music video, I forget how much we were getting paid. It was like nothing. It was like maybe two hundred uh, to three hundred dollars a person to shoot a music video for this up and coming rapper. And he told us to meet him um, at a Marta station in downtown Atlanta. And I get there with my buddy, and I don't know the guy. He kind of, I thought he knew him. He didn't really. We get there. We get on Marta, which you talk about not paying for stuff. The first person scanned, and then we all ran through. And I was like, uh-oh. Like, that was the start of, like, I, this is a bad idea. Um, but I was, you know, once again, it was like, well, I, I need this $300 to to get me through, uh, and so we started filming the music video, and one of the guys had a, a duffel bag with him. Didn't think much of him having the duffel bag previous to us getting uh, to the Marta station, open area, and we get to this, like, elevator corner, and he unzips it, and he had some, let's say, paraphernalia in the bag that was meant to be in the video, and you want to talk about uh, a young me being like, hold up, I'm used to shooting weddings. I'm used to videoing weddings in college to get some money. And now I'm here in the Marta station filming a, a, a very low production music video. And you're pulling paraphernalia out of your bag and waving it around. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, I'm, I, I just I remember that night being like, I'm going to jail. Like, was this what was making the, these few dead presidents Making this little bit of money was this really worth me uh, uh, potentially going to jail? And and that it, it crossed my mind. I never I never shot another music video. My friend went on and he now does it professionally. He shoots music videos professionally in studios, you know, and that sort of thing. But me, nope. I was I was completely done with it. Uh, let's go out to the phone lines 404-741-0929. Uh, what's that sketchy thing? What's that uh, weird thing you did for the dead presidents for the money? We'll go to Tony, who's in his car. Tony, what what was it for you? Man, it was college. It I always is, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, luckily, you know, I had a full scholarship, so I didn't have to pay for anything but my car. Okay. I had this old classic car, man, gas guzzler, even back then. Sure. Well, ultimately, I, I kind of became a, a gigolo of sorts for my refund check. You know See? what I mean? <sighs> Tony. Tony. I'm telling you. So what happens is, you know, last name starts with W, so I'm way down at the back of the line. Uh -huh. So I start flirting with the person in charge of financial aid. <sighs> you know, she had never really been flirted with too tough. Long story short, you know, she's like, you know, we can move you up to the front of this line. Mm -hmm. but, you know, you want to do something strange for some change. You know what I mean? Tony, why are you doing this to me? Tony, thank you for the phone call. Um, I knew, I knew that was going to happen, Day Day. I knew it, I knew, and I was warned. I was warned. Yeah, see, we got to play the music. We got to go to break. We actually really do. 
Um, but Tony deciding to to uh, do some favors to to get by. Um, don't do it. Don't do it. It's never worth it. it, it it's never worth it. Um, and I knew and, and loved that that was the final call uh, because I knew it was going to get weird. And I was warned about this. My wife warned me about it because I told her before I was leaving the house, this is what I'm going to talk about tonight. She was like, you know you're going to uh, – nah, no, 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 no. I'll keep away from it. But Tony had to do it to me. All right, coming up next, <laughs> we're going to get into some Braves audio as uh, we're going to talk to in about 40 minutes from now uh, – excuse me, no, in about 20 minutes from now, we're going to talk to Grant McCauley, who, of course, our 99 of the Game Braves insider and from the Diamond. But before we do that, we're going to listen to – some Braves audio coming from spring training. It's the Dopey Millennial Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 